What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Woman Be Healed podcast. The podcast all about acknowledging the opportunity to heal, harnessing the power of forgiveness by leaning on God and community. I'm your host, Rashonda Powell. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. Um, so last week was just a short welcome back to the podcast episode, and that was my first step to coming back on here after a few months, and I just needed that, you know, to get me back into my flow, even though it was literally not much at all, um, but that was like just giving a taste to somebody this and add it because that's all I needed, okay? I'm back. Um, and if y'all haven't been listening before, if you're new here, I like to get right to it. Um, with the episode, I'm not really a a, a rambler. It's kind of a get to it when I get to it kind of thing, and I'm going to get to it. <laughs> um, so this episode, I wanted to bring to y'all a question that I always seem to kind of ask myself anytime I come up with a new business idea or a new creation that I'm like, hey, I can do that. (laughs) And one thing that I love and I struggle with about me is that, yo, I'm a creative. I can give you an idea right now that I feel is lucrative and would fill anybody's pockets if they did it right. And I'm also just talented at a lot of things. And that's not to brag. That's just telling you what it is. And I struggle with that because when you have so much on your mind or within you, it's hard to harness your talents in a way that fits all of them instead of just trying to chase after one um, like this or chase after this, like, like chasing after so many things that aren't in your lane at all. And God is like, yeah, you know how to sing. Yeah. You know how to speak. Yeah, you're good in this aspect and in this aspect. And I also gave you this, but I didn't tell you to go pursue a singing career. I didn't tell you to be on this team. I didn't tell you to do that with that. And my problem is like, okay, God, what did you tell me to do? And (laughs) how do I use it? Or how do I use this? Because the last thing that I want to do is be fruitless. The last thing that I want to do is bring God my talents back, you know, that he gave me and I didn't do a thing with them, but hide them or I didn't use them right or I didn't use them in the right lane. Y'all know the the parable of the talents, right? Like, I don't want to be fruitless. I don't want to bring God back the talent, you know, that he gave me and did not do nothing with it. So anyway, that's what always pops up with me every time I get a new idea. So now I've been saying, yo, I could sell ideas. You know, it would be some rich people out here and a rich me for the ideas I sell. (laughs) And it's like, okay, I go and buy my business after that. But what about my business? What about what God called me to do? That's where I always come back to and I just want to make sure that I'm doing what's pleasing to God. Everything that I'm doing, I want to know that it's pleasing to God. And that, and what I'm doing is aligning with his plan for me. And what I'm doing is helping to grow his kingdom and get his word out and showing people the God in me 
and where he brought me from, you know, because the last thing that I am is perfect. Anywho, my intention of this episode is the question, you know, that always comes to mind with anything that I do within a business aspect or a personal aspect is if what I'm doing is in alignment with God. That's my question. Why? Because what I have come to notice is that if it ain't in God's plan, then it ain't going to work. It may work for a little while. It may work for a long time. But in the end, nothing without Christ will last. And I want mine to last. I want my work to be in alignment with what he is requiring of me. I want my work to be a blessing to others. I want my work to be a blessing to me. I want my work to be a blessing to my family. And I want it to help and not take from anybody. Today, I wanted to bring that question to your mind and also give us some practical steps to begin taking because I want this year to be a year of production, a year of abundance, a year of alignment for us and really stepping into where God needs us to go and who God needs us to be and who God needs us to reach. So here are a few scriptures I want us to keep on our minds this year. Um, Proverbs 28, 20 says, A faithful man shall abound with blessings, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. John 15, Jesus says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman or the farmer. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purges so that it may bring forth more fruit. Abide in me, and me in you. As the branch itself cannot bear fruit unless it abides in the vine, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, the same brings forth much fruit, for without me, you can do nothing. That's like one of my key ones, John 15. Y'all remember, if it ain't in God's plan, it ain't going to work. Okay, here's another one. Sow righteousness for yourselves. Reap the fruit of unfailing love. So all in all, I want us to stay rooted in the source and recognize who the source is. What's been so funny to me is that for about a little over a week, I've been really fascinated with seeds and vines, you know, and how plants grow in general. And every day there has been some type of scripture or a sermon that I listen to that references these things in some way, shape, form, or fashion. I was making my um, my fruit bowl the other day in the morning, right? And I typically go to Sam's Club for my fruit. So my grapes were in this big container. And I, when I pulled them out and I washed them, I started to pick the grapes off the vine, right? Full of branches that left me with a big bowl full of grapes, right? And I just sat there, you know, looking at it and low-key marveling over just how much fruit that one vine produced. Not to mention that it had also had to be cut before it was even fit into the box. So me just imagining a vine, a grapevine, and the harvest that comes from a branch of a vine had me, you know, messed up for a few minutes. Y'all, these past couple of years either been hit or miss, I feel like. And I also feel like our minds have been, our mindsets have been, you know, 
make the best of what we have or <laughs> play the cards you dealt kind of mindset. But what I've been picking up, what God has been putting down is, you know, of course, we are the branches. So just like any plant, our soil has to be good. We have to be planted in the right conditions, transplanted in the right conditions. You know, if you're growing indoors, you transplant them to, um, you know, out outdoors. Plants have to be watered. They have to receive sunlight, or in our case, sun, S-O-N, light, <laughs> and pruned to receive the best harvest. But every stage of this is good, even though it seems like a lot. And we have to come out of the mindset of, oh, you know, this is bad and this is bad and this is bad and change our perspective that everything is going according to God's will. And yes, we can prolong some things by being how we get, you know, being stubborn or taking things into our own hands when things just ain't going how we want it to on the timeline that we want it to. And sometimes just being plain silly, you know, or dumb with what, you know, the ball that we have in our hands. (laughs) But even still, God is the God of all. And he knows this too and can work those things for our good, you know. And as long as we come back and say, okay, um, you know, and acknowledge him and let him direct our paths, he's got it. He can turn it. He can turn it anyway. But I feel like God has been granting me, you know, certain questions and also enlightening me at the same time to get me to the place where I am now and where I've been for the past couple of, you know, days. And also sending me to let y'all know that God wants us to bear good fruit. But in order to do that, we have to abide in the vine. The more I've been in my word, the more my desires have been changing. The more I've been in my word, the softer I've been coming, but also stronger. And this is one of my prayers. It's been one of my prayers for a long time. Like, God, I want to be softer, but also remain strong, but not strong in a defensive manner. Or, you know, I want to be strong in an offensive way. So y'all, I don't know if y'all know like football terms. Well, basically offense meaning proactive before something actually takes place, right? Defensive meaning reactive to something that is taking place or that, you know, just took place or whatever. I don't want to be defensive. That became the answer to my question. God, how do I know if what I am doing is in alignment with your will? And in reading and spending time with God, I found out the more rooted I am, the more rooted you are in God, the easier it will become to discern whether you are in alignment, whether you're doing what's within his will, whether you're asking things that are in his will. So the more rooted you are in God, if you struggle with worldly desires, because, you know, sometimes we do, don't feel no shame in that. God will change your desires to align with what he has for you, okay? If you had have asked me a couple years ago, did I want to move somewhere in the country? I would have asked you, would there be a Walmart or a Target within 10 minutes of my house? Because no. But listen, God changes the hearts of men and it's for his glory and for our good. And y'all, I want to move to the country, okay? Something, something is in the works here. But listen, (laughs) anyway, I'm still a practical person because life is what it is down here. And you have to be vigilant and ready 
And I need a step one, step two, step three sometimes for myself. So I'm also going to give it to y'all because I know for a fact the promise is still the same. God is still working it out for us believers. God is calling us to be bigger and stronger and firmly rooted for where he needs us. He is raising us up. He is answering prayers and working miracles because we are to be a testimony for the lives that are being called to him. God is setting us up. I'm telling you. And I know it's felt like it it just isn't that way. And it just don't feel like or look like it or it hasn't. But a plant has to go through stages. A plant has to be pruned. And when a plant is pruned, baby, them things can look skimp. I mean, skimp, okay? But when it's harvest time, you better believe you will reap what you sow. That means our time. That means our faithfulness, our our consistency. That means our prayers, our finances, kindness, how we're kind to others. That means our love. All these things are things that you sow. And God is looking for our obedience to him. He's looking for our yes and our commitment to that yes. And he's basically saying, you know, can you be watered? Can you be pruned? Are you planting that seed in good soil? And then that also means in the overflow, you know how you, you know how you may water a plant too much, right? And it starts to overflow. That means allowing your overflow to meet someone else's dry time because you may feel be filled up, but your neighbor may be dry as a bone. Can your overflow help that neighbor out? Anywho, here are some practical things that will begin to root you in the right foundation so that you are ready for harvest. Number one, read your word. Read your word, right? And not just read. If you don't understand something, that means look it up. Get you a study Bible if you need to. Think about how what was said may be translating to you and your situation or how it applies to the present and the future. I heard something on IG the other day of how the Bible is the only book that is still relevant today and that translates to every time period because it's living. It's a living word. Reading your word prepares you for what's to come (laughs) and even your present. It sustains you. God says, my grace is sufficient for the day. When you read daily, I guarantee you, you will find just what you need to keep you going. And the more you read, the more you'll start quoting those bad boys throughout the day. And that just builds you and keeps your heart and your mind in the right place. And I've also found that Reading helps curve certain desires. So read. That's number one. Number two is pray daily. Spend time with God. I know we, you know, can get so wrapped up in the hustle and bustle of (laughs) everything. Your days can be busy, but you can pray in between. That don't mean you have to, you know, go in the dark room, get on your knees, all that stuff. I mean, make time for that. But if you only have a few minutes, then use those few minutes to pray or whatever. Um, God inhabits the praises of his people. Your praise can push you through on a day that ain't going right or you just feel like you, you're not going to make it. All you have to do is think about your blessings. Do you know how much we take 
a roof over our heads or clean running water, heat, and the basic necessities for granted. How about a sound mind, sound enough that got you through another night? You are blessed. Learn to be grateful and watch how your perspective changes. Pray about it. I have a, a prayer journal. I like to write my prayers down and then go back and read them because those prayer journals will remind you of how your hard times, your good times, your trying times, and you just get to see how God got you through it. And then one thing that I always say to pray for is discernment. We are in the times where everyone is an influencer. Everyone is a a prophet or a preacher. And it can be hard to distinguish who is of God and who isn't. And if you're not rooted in him, bruh, (laughs) who is who? So pray that God grants you the ability to distinguish who's who and what to follow and who to follow. I pray you do that for even me, sis, because I'm sure going to check y'all if y'all pop out, okay? Nobody is perfect, and God ain't call a perfect people. So what looks like glitter ain't always gold. Watch who you watching. If it look like a duck and quite like a duck, go and try to pluck its feathers, babe, because what you mean, you might be dressed like a duck. Okay, I don't play those games. <laughs> discernment number three is give give what you can and that's not always financial that's giving your time volunteer when you can start an online e-group if you go to a physical church serve that's giving your love where where it needs to be that's giving your kindness give in some way number four lean not on your your own understanding baby this is a big one too Because one thing that will always steer us wrong is when our minds get to going and we just start trying to understand why this didn't happen for me or why this did happen to me or why this didn't happen for me and why he ain't do this and she ain't do this or she did this and he did this. Just remember, everything isn't for you to understand, but you push through it anyway and know that God gets the glory in the end. Let God get it, not the enemy. Number five. Is remember, God's time is not our time. One day to us can be a thousand to God, and one thousand to us can be one to God. God won't put more on you than you can bear. So, baby, that miracle can happen suddenly, and sometimes you just got to wait a little longer because if you get it now, you may mess it up before you're even ready for it. <laughs> Your flowers just ain't bloomed yet. You know, God's time is not our time. And that brings me to the last thing. Remember, what's yours is yours. God is not withholding nothing from you, boo. Whatever God has for you at the time is ready for you. No demon nor devil in hell can hold it back from you. And when you get it, rejoice, testify, and keep on giving God the glory. Don't jet just because you got what you wanted. God is God alone. And he'll continue to be God. But don't pick him up and put him down when you need him. Okay? Just because you got what you prayed for. Give him your whole heart. But what is for you is for you. So, if you ever have that question, am I in alignment? If you are suited and rooted in God's word, he'll direct you. And he'll give you that discernment to know. And he'll also give you the questions to ask yourself to know whether you're in the right path or not, whether you're in his will or not. And if you're not, he'll give you the steps. 
We are going somewhere this year, y'all. I'm telling y'all, it's getting hot and God ain't coming to play and neither am I. Okay, are you? <laughs> anyway, until next time, y'all. Mm -hmm.